This flyover clip. Men must be weak for the rulers to keep citizens down. A government's greatest threat is unchecked masculinity. And you see a little bit of this idea. If you can separate the strong from the herd, then the rest are more vulnerable to attack. And you see that in the breakdown of the family, you know, where there's not uh, that influence around that balancing yin and yang a little bit in, in parenting uh, within protecting, you know, the, the weakest among us. And, and I'd, I'd like to get your response to that because we've seen that under attack. And I think a lot of the problems that we're looking at today, it's the, it's, it's the byproduct of the most vulnerable being attacked. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess, I guess the, the question I would have for you is, is what does it look like to, for the menly, manly man circles that you run in? What does masculinity look in that space? Yeah, well, you've just opened up a topic that we could spend at least an hour on. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, the truth is, is that um, masculinity has been under vicious attack in America for probably since the 1970s. It really came with as a byproduct of the sexual revolution mm-hmm. and um, the we, all of the, the norms were broken with the sexual revolution. So um, the biblical worldview has men that are manly, but they are also tempered by the family. And it's in that relationship of the family that, that a man can um, both achieve, I think, his maximum potential, but also his, his, his maximum happiness. But mm-hmm. the sexual revolution, uh, which was pushed, uh, actively pushed, uh, was intended to break families up. And mm-hmm. men really don't do well if they're not in community with a woman that God has brought to him it's all, it, it all has to do with the Christian worldview versus the secular worldview. And in my Christian worldview, uh, I'm, as you said, I'm in a, in a relationship of 40 plus years. Mm-hmm. And in that relationship, I can be fully masculine, but also I have my wife who will temper the rough edges that sometimes happen mm-hmm. and, and might be, you know, considered toxic. But when men are um, broken, which is what's happened now, the Mm -hmm. the relationships have been broken. We see uh, where there's, you know, a a lot of single male men uh, that have no intention of ever getting married. Uh, Mm -hmm. They uh, become um, isolated and unhappy. And then on top of it, uh, this whole transgender thing, which is right yeah. straight from the pit of hell, yep. where they're taking a female body and they're gorging it on testosterone. So when you take anybody and you gorge them on testosterone, it affects the brain. Mm-hmm. The yeah. testosterone, um, it, there's a reason we send 18-year-old men off to war, okay, because they are uh, – at an age when actually they they have the most courage, they have the most uh, masculinity, but they mm-hmm. also are you know just hyped up on their own natural testosterone. And testosterone, if you have too much of it, can create anger. And so when you take a female body and you pump it full of massive, massive doses 
of testosterone, what you're doing is you're creating anger in that mm-hmm. person. And it does not help get them back to, yeah. mat, you know, optimum, optimum uh, functionality. So to answer your question, really, God gave us the best plan where men inside of marriage can be both fully masculine and and happy and well balanced. You know, God's plan is so optimum for people. Mm -hmm. If they would just adopt it, they'd be so much happier. But then we we can be uh, masculine. You know, I'm in my 60s and I still like to grab my rifle and go out and hunt. Uh, I still am part of a riding group. I like to ride horses still. That's awesome. And and these these activities are, are healthy for men. Men also need relationships with other men. Yeah. But, um, you know, something that's been done that, that within the, within mm-hmm. the, the, the marketing of all this, it, it's been pitched for a long time that, you know, the patriarchy or the, or a, a man's role is dangerous. It's bad. Um, it's, it's harmful to those around him. And, and I, my experience has been the opposite to be true. Now, weak men are a danger, but strong men are not. Stacy's grandpa, you know, when we first started, now we've known each other since we were like seventh grade. Her dad was my coach in school and he's just mm-hmm. a great Ernie Hikus, manliest man. Great. You're, you feel safer the closer you are to him. But her grandpa, Keith, he's a horse trader, ran a mm-hmm. filling station, farmer, you know, all these different, you know, roles came through the depression and that. He was a strong yeah. man, big fingers. Like yep. they look like, the, you know, shaking his hands, like grabbing a bunch of bananas. You know, he's just a strong, strong man. But the closer you were to him, the safer you felt mm-hmm. because his strength was something that you felt secure. And I would say the same thing with the men I mentioned earlier, Pastor Dave Scarlett, General Michael Flynn, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Bill Federer. The closer you are to those men, the safer you are, not the more endangered you are. The closer well, and- to them, the safer you are because it, it, it's harnessed strength under mm-hmm. under God's control. Yeah. And we, we learn these relationships in family. So, you know... Who did you bring up? You you brought up family members. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, my testimony is that I was raised in a Christian family where there were real men. My father was, uh, you know, he worked in a sawmill, and uh, his fingers were just like that. They were just yep. just tough. <laughs> just he, tough. <laughs> he, he would grab my hand and just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't, like, <laughs> you, you know, I'm six foot six. Uh, yeah, you're and, tall. And and my dad was only six foot four, but but only. you know I didn't challenge him because he could always take me down. And as he would say, <laughs> he, you know, he'd say, you know, uh, you can't take me down because I'm meaner than you. And uh, man, and that's why I, I always had just it kept you in line for my father yep. and my grandfather, and they poured so much into me. And then now. It's my role as a Christian father to protect and pour into my uh, children. I have three children and my grandchildren. I have four mm-hmm. grandsons now. In fact, the book is dedicated to my four grandsons. Wow. And, uh, Look at me on the screen there. I'm just a little guy compared to you. I need to. <laughs> I need, I need a, I need a well, what he calls his dad, you know, six well, four. My, my dad's just a little six four guy. I need, a, I need a stool. I need a stool or something next time we're with Floyd. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. We will shut you down, we will cite you, and if we need to, we will arrest you and we will take you to jail. Period. I wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. 
God actually spoke to me. He spoke about sacredness. He said to me, Kim, what I place in many, many people is sacred. And if anybody touches what is sacred to me, then it is the end for them. So what I've done in the United States of America is sacred. And there are people on every side that are trying to destroy what I deem sacred. And it's not going to happen. This is the definition of criminal conspiracy, racketeering, and collusion. This is not a theory. This is evidence. Because I have upheld this country to spread a light to the rest of the world. When you choose to go against the sacred thing that God put into the very heart and the soil of this nation, this was sacred to God. This reawakened tour is literally what it means. It has reawakened the American heart. sponsor for the flyover conservative show heavens harvest so exciting we've been really excited about this partnership because for about two years now our level of awareness has increased on things that can go wrong in the world not just the the big major stuff but ice storms in texas and things that you know you don't plan on and i guess a level of personal responsibility of like hey we have people that we care for that depend on us and so We've been tiptoeing into it, but it's overwhelming. It's like, what do I do next? And so we've made little steps in that process, but we've been asking everyone we know, everyone we respect in this space, hey, who's a good supplier of things? Who has food Who has food that you would actually eat if you if you had to, that without eating styrofoam that you'd be gagging down if you lost a bet? You know, like, like real actual food that if you put it away for storage, that when it came time to do it, would be palatable, as well as, as heirloom seeds. You know, a lot of the seeds nowadays, you plant them, they're not, they're not, you can't reproduce with them. You know, they're, they've been uh, genetically modified and, and really messed up. So we've been asking people we, we, yep. we, we really respect. Somebody we get a lot of advice from personally, we've made a lot of small moves in our life from is Seth Holhouse with Man in America. And, and uh, we kind of went off of his lead as well as some others. And so we are super excited about this partnership because they're willing to give a massive discount to the Flyover family. That's exactly right. When you go to heavensharvest.com and you use promo code flyover, you get 10% off. What a great deal. We are so thankful and excited about this partnership. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.